What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Herd Underground podcast. Today, I have Sakib, who is a New Jersey native. So, of course, we talk about New Jersey and everything that comes about New Jersey, from pork roll versus Taylor ham to hoagie versus sub. And, of course, we have to talk about the New Jersey legends, Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen. In addition to that, we talk about his music and how he started in music and what it's like to be a recording artist, but not an artist that performs on stage. It's a really unique and awesome interview, and it was so much fun to just talk to him about Jersey and his music. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Socket. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much for doing this. For sure. For sure. I see you have your Giants jersey on. I do, you know, big game tonight. Uh, I don't know if it's a big game. I won't say that. It's, but there is a game tonight. There is a game tonight. Are you a Giants fan? <laughs> I am. I well, you know, I'm a I'm a sports fan. I I live in Jersey as well. So, okay. I, yeah. So I I grew up uh, watching the Giants. I've, I've been to a bunch of games the last couple of years. Obviously, not this year because everything's closed. Um. But yeah, you know, they just, they've been so bad for so long. So it's like, it's hard. I don't even watch the games anymore. You know, like I, I can't, really? I just can't watch it. Yeah. It's really hard. I, I still watch every single game, you know, die hard, committed Giants fan. We're a big Giants family. My dog's name is literally like Saquon Barkley. So like, oh, that's a great dog name though. It's a good dog name, right? Like we call uh, yeah. him Barkley and like it works, but um, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I am always optimistic every game. I'm like, you never know what could happen. Like, yeah, yeah. And the NFC East is is still pretty wide open. So, like, it's not impossible if they string together, like, three or four wins in a row. It's not impossible for them to even make the playoffs, which is like, crazy. Do it. We could still, we are not out of it just yet. And, like, we have another divisional game next week. Like, we could yeah. really, like, knock Washington out of there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Honestly, I'm hoping that they, they're in last place so they can get a high draft pick. Because what's the point of going to the first round of the playoffs just to get blown out? I Yeah, I do agree with that. I very much do agree with that. But I don't I don't want Trevor, which is a Why very – I you like, like, you like Daniel Jones? Jones? Yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing his jersey. Yeah. Oh, true, true, true. true. I, okay. really, I really like Danny. I don't think okay. Trevor would, like, work with us. Plus, I think the Jets need him a little bit more than we do. <laughs> That's true. They they're awful. If the Giants are bad, then the Jets are just the Jets are pathetic. Like I, it's really bad. I don't it's know really how bad. they have fans. I'm glad they have fans, but I don't know how they have fans. Yeah, man, they've been bad for a very long time too. It's, um, it's not just like recent. This yeah. isn't just a rebuilding year. It's like they've it's been like bad for quite some time. You've been rebuilding for years and years and years and years. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you you're you're in Jersey. I am in Jersey. Yes, I'm in North Jersey. What about you? I'm in Central Jersey. Central? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so do you say pork roll or Taylor ham? I don't eat pork, so neither. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't eat it either. I'm a vegetarian, so I'm like. Mm. But so I, then, do, I do say I do say sub. I don't say hoagie. I say sub as well. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the correct answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> it is Agreed. not. So, do you think that like growing up in New Jersey has a does it influence your music at all? Like, do you growing up in Jersey? Um, you know what? I think I think being so close to New York City and the hustle, like just that growing up around people who are just trying to make it, doing something, 
-hmm. I think that has, it definitely has made an impact on, on my, my choice to pursue music. Um, you know, because it's so high risk, high reward, you know, right. it's, um, you know, if you're at the bottom, if you're, if you're an independent artist, you know, and you're at the bottom, you're not really, um, nothing's really happening for you. But, you know, once you have one, one song, all it takes is one song, one right. song and everything else, it, it, change, it can change your entire life. It can change your family's life, you know? Um, so yeah, you know, especially, you know, Jersey being so, um, such an expensive place to live, the hustle is even harder, you know? People are hustling, hustling a lot more in Jersey than, um, than maybe in the Midwest. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. When did you start playing music? I, um, so this is, it's a long-winded answer. Like most of my answers are long-winded answers. <laughs> That's um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, I've been, I've been uh, a fan of music and performance since I was, you know, three or four years old. Mm -hmm. um, I would often, I don't know if it was my choice or if it was um, at the choice of my sisters, but I would be in front of a television with my dad's hairbrush in my hand, like mimicking uh, the artists on MTV. You know, so Michael Jackson or at the time, New Kids on the Block were um, huge things. So it's, and I, I'm, that's aging me a bit, but um yeah, no, so I, I, and then I started uh, writing music in uh, when I was like 14, 15 years old. And three years ago, I decided to put out music. So write songs, mm -hmm. uh, write full songs and get them, you know, properly mixed and, and mastered. And, um, and I, that's, so this has been a, the pursuit for the last three years is really honing in on, on, uh, on my music. Wow. So what was the first instrument that you learned how to play? I don't know how to play any instruments. Yeah, I, I, it was always, it's always been the voice. You know, okay. I've always focused on my vocal performance. And when I was younger, I used to dance too. So I would, uh, it would be vocal and, and physical. And I never really had the discipline. You know, I think musical instruments are one of those things that you got to start doing at a really young age. Like you have, your, your parents have to, to really push you to sit down and, and learn the piano or learn the guitar or, drums or clarinet or whatever mm -hmm. you know uh, and that I never did that as a kid and and it teaches you a lot about discipline as well and you know I just I don't have the discipline to to learn an instrument not at this time at least who, who knows maybe when I'm 50 I'll I'll pick up a guitar <laughs> so then what is your songwriting like process do you write your own lyrics and that's how I do. okay I do so it, it varies but most recently and um, not even just most recently, but I, what, I, what I found to be most effective is I would hear an inst instrumental on, for instance, there's this website called BeatStars. Mm -hmm. BeatStars is a, is a platform for musicians, producers to put their music up and artists can then listen to that music and then license that music. Um, so there's some really, really talented producers out there and musicians out there. So I, I, I would usually license one of those beats um, that I really like, and then I would create a melody on top of it. And then, so I would form the melody into the lyric. So the melody always leads itself into the lyric. Sometimes there's a lyric that pops out and I will, I'd mold a melody around it, but it's usually melody first over a lyric, over a set instrumental. That's been most effective for me. And where do you get most of your like inspiration for your lyrics? 
my personal relationship. So a lot, a lot of these, a lot of the songs I've written are, if not most of the songs that I've written are uh, based on personal experience with the, you know, I've been with, um, I, I won't say her name, but I've been with her for, you know, it's been 11 years now. So a uh, long relationship, lots of ups and downs, lots of turmoil, lots of heartbreak in between. So it's, it's uh, and music has been the best outlet for me to, to get those emotions out, process it and, and move on with life, you know? Yeah. So you released a song like very recently called Phases. So what's it mm. about? Phases. Phases is, uh, it's again, it's about the ups and downs of a relationship. It's about the turmoil. Um, you know, the chorus is, we're going through phases. So it's, um, you know, I heard the, I heard the demo that Mayela, uh, I always pronounce her name incorrectly. Um, Mayela, I heard the demo that Mayela sent to me and, um, you know, it's, she's, she's singing from a female's perspective about, uh, you know, giving her all, doing, doing the best, loving your significant other more than they're loving them, you know, and, uh, you know, and then I'm singing from the male's perspective saying, you know, I've, I'm doing all of this for you. Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, one of the lyrics that I wrote was, uh, uh, so it's cold-blooded, uh, cold-blooded, something that I, mm, how does the song go? Sorry. It's been <laughs> such a long time since I, I wrote the song. Uh, so yeah, cold-blooded flood my whole heart with your loving. So, you know, picture a, a sea of blood you know, and yeah. find me uh, swimming towards something that I've wanted for so long. Uh, so the song really is just about the turmoil that you go through, the heartbreak that you go through within a relationship. Um, but staying, from my perspective, it's it's staying put and staying with the relationship. So how did that collab, like collaboration come together? You and Maelia? Maela, Maela. Uh, yeah, I have to, I have to say it a bunch of times too, um, which is so strange because my name is so hard to pronounce. So <laughs> I'm usually better at pronouncing other people's names, but uh, not with her for some reason. Um, she, uh, she and I connected on Instagram months ago, uh, probably almost, almost a year ago, and we had talked about doing a collaboration, and then she sent me the, uh, the demo of, she, of what she was writing, and. Uh, yeah, the rest is history. I sent something back almost immediately. And we just, we've been sitting on it for some time. So I'm, that, I'm glad it's. Is that like how you, I mean, do you have any other collaborations? Like, do they come from Instagram? Yeah, most of my collaborations come from social media. Um, it's, it's not, I'm, I'm an independent artist, so I don't have, I don't, I'm not signed to a label, so I don't have A&Rs pitching me records. Mm -hmm. hmm. Though, you know, more recently, A&Rs have been asking me to send them records to pitch all the artists, which is cool. Um, but yeah, most of, most of uh, like, like everything, right? Everything's online now, yep. you know, Very especially, true. especially during COVID, everything's online. So um, it's, it's Instagram, social media has been great. It really has. Is like social media also how you stay connected with fans during the pandemic? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the best way, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't gone on live much, but you know, yeah. So I don't, I don't go on live very often. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, it's, 
it's a little weird because when you're on live, you, I, you're usually, there's like these long pauses and you're reading the comments mm-hmm. and you're trying to interact with all these people. Um, and at the same time, in the top right, you see those that number going up and down of people who are entering and exiting. You know, so, and then you'll call someone out who wrote a comment and they don't respond because they left live, you know, 10 minutes ago. So for me, it's just, it's just too weird, but you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm good at, uh, I try to answer back fans who DM me and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I try to be better at responding to comments on posts and stuff. Hmm. Would you ever do like a live stream show? Like not just like talking live, but like an actual like performing on live stream? it's got to be, it's got to be done well. Yeah. Um, who was it? Who I think it was Jay Balvin or it might have, may have been Bad Bunny. It was Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny recently, uh, he was on a, like a, a tour bus or a van, some sort of tank. Mm-hmm. And he was driving, driving around New York City and he was on the roof of the tank performing his music and he was live streaming it at the same time. So that's a creative way to do a live stream. Is that you're, yeah. you're performing a concert, you're performing it to not really any specific person in the streets, but, and then you're live streaming it simultaneously. I would want to do something like that. Not, not just going on Instagram live and, and singing some songs. I mean, that makes sense. Um, so what would you like classify your genre as? It's uh, probably pop R&B. Pop R&B. So then what are your biggest like inf- influences and like people you look up to in music? Um, you know, I get this question so often and it never changes. So it's, uh, you know, Michael Jackson is probably the biggest. Mm-hmm. I have a, I don't know if you can see it in the background. Yeah, but, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I have the Thriller record hanging on the wall. Um, Michael Jackson, uh, you know, I grew up listening to like 90s pop. Um, going into like NSYNC was, and Backstreet Boys were big. You know, and I have three older sisters, so they listen to a lot of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. So then yep. I listen to a lot of them, you know, um, uh, you know, then, you know, big fan of Justin Timberlake and what he's done throughout his career and uh, both musically and then his live performances have been amazing. I saw him live a bunch of times. Um, he's great. Um, big fan of there's an artist called Craig David. He's uh, based out of the UK or he's actually in Miami now, but. You know, he's originally from the UK and he had some big records here in, in the early 2000s. Um, and then, yeah, everyone who's come after that. So like Bruno Mars, Neo, um, I'm just a big fan of that that sound, you know. Uh, they all have a very specific sound. It's hard to describe, but they have a specific tone to their voice that uh, it's almost effeminate, you know, but, it's, but it, it touches you in a way. It's, um, you know, Weekend is the same way. Yeah. It's, you know. Uh, big fan of uh, of his stuff as well, and I get a lot of comparisons to to Weekend, which is cool, because he's doing big things. He's doing big things. You, I actually do hear the. I was thinking that I was listening to your music, and I was like, I do hear a very similar like vibe, which is awesome. <laughs> have you yeah. ever um, gone on tour? I have not. No, I, so I I haven't even performed my own material live. Wow. No, this is. Uh, I've been primarily a recording artist, you know, and. You know, I've said this uh, a few times before, but I really do think that the um, the art of recording music and writing music is different from the art of performing music. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, that's a craft that, you know, people spend decades perfecting. And mm -hmm. I've, I've seen and interacted with some incredible vocalists and performers. And uh, I would just be too embarrassed to go up, go up and, and do my thing along, alongside stage with them because they're just, they're just so good. You know, so I, um, I'm trying to, I mean, I, I don't know if, if that's even going to be like when, when the next live performance is really going to happen, you know, like when are we going to be able to even perform live for me to start working on, on that craft? I have time, you know, I have the time to do it. I just, is that even going to be a thing in a year? Who knows? No, I would say 2022. <laughs> Probably, right? I mean, you see a lot of people have rescheduled their, their concerts for 2021, for summer 2021, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either, to be honest with you. That's yeah. so interesting. Wow. So, yeah. but you like to go to concerts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm so then what's the best concert you've ever been to? Mm. Probably Bruno Mars's 24 Karat Magic show. Right. Yeah, his, his, his most recent tour. He, he's just a maestro on stage. Like, yeah. Incredible, incredible performer. Uh, his songs are, are great as, as they are. So to just be able to match that perfection uh, in his stage performance like that's just I I go there and it's just like it's like watching a master at work you know right. um yeah so yeah and you know I I I loved uh I saw Justin Timberlake when he was doing his future sex love sounds tour and that was an eye-opener as well because he yeah he was really he was incredible on stage oh my gosh I'm actually so jealous I've never seen Justin Timberlake and like he is, oh man he's I hope he, number I, one on the bucket list like number one. Oh really really yes yeah but. he's uh he's great I mean I I've seen I saw the man of the woods tour as well that was okay I just the, the album itself wasn't I wasn't really that big of a fan of it but yeah. uh I, apparently he's working on music so maybe in 2022 you'll get, get your chance I will be first in line like <laughs> yeah that's so awesome. Okay. Now, how so about you? Then, how, what's your uh, number one show that you've been to? Um, the Killers at Madison Square Garden. Mm. I think it opened for, I saw Maroon 5 at Madison Square Garden. And I think the Killers opened for them. That, that would be like life-changing. I just like, I love Madison Square Garden. It's a vibe and you get it. You're from like this area. Like mm -hmm. there's just a different feeling when you're there. And then to see the killers there and like the whole place singing Mr. Br I don't know, it was a, it is hands down best experience of my life. Yeah. Um, and then I think probably number two, just for the optics of the show itself, like Taylor Swift, like just puts on like, it's not like a concert. It's like a, perf it's like a, a show. Like you're mm -hmm. going to like a Broadway show basically. So for the optics of a massive show, she's gotta be up there too. Yeah, a lot of these artists are, I mean, Killer Swift, I'm sure, she's selling out stadiums, right? So yeah, like, the performances is, have to be amazing. It's a production and there's so much going on. It's unreal. So like from that perspective, I would say that, but like experience-wise, it's gotta be the killers. That's awesome, that's <laughs> awesome. Are you um, are you a musician as well? Or are you, are you just, a, are you a fan of music? I am not a musician. I'm a big fan of music and I worked in radio for a really long time. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to continue following my music passion and radio and make a podcast about it instead. But no, I don't, I don't play any instruments <laughs> at all. True. True. Uh, why'd you stop working in radio? Um, the station went under 
and I, it's an exhausting job. Like mm -hmm. working your radio is very exhausting and I needed a break is basically like it. I took it as a great way to just like get some sleep pretty much. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Now I, I uh, actually work at the Prudential Center. So. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, my friends live uh, right across from there. Really good oh, friends really? and, and co collaborators as well. You know, uh, uh, he, uh, he wrote one of my songs. He co-wrote one of my songs, Pause This Moment with me. Uh, and so we've seen a bunch of shows that we saw Bruno Mars at Prudential Center. It's um, a cool place. I mean, I like I work. I mean, I work for the New Jersey Devils technically, but like it's all connected. So I work for the Pru as well. That's <laughs> cool. That's cool. What's going on with that? Is have there been any shows uh, scheduled for next year or no? Um, I think they like scheduled shows, but they're not publicly announcing it because they know that they're not going to actually happen. Mm. I think that's pretty much, I think their main priority is to see if they can get Devils fans in for the games. Mm -hmm. And then once they see how the games go, they'll see how the concerts go. That makes sense. Yeah. You see what, you see what football is doing. I think it varies state by state. You yeah. see, uh, you know, some states have, you know, 20,000 people in their stadiums. Yeah. Um, like the Chiefs, the uh, Cowboys, they've all had fans, which I think is, I would be terrified to go. Like as if, and I go to games every season, I would be too scared to go. Yeah, I understand. Uh, not yet. Not, maybe next year. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So I have a very important New Jersey question. Sure. Bruce or Bon Jovi? Jovi. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I just, they're just, I don't like Bruce's music. You know, I hate to say it. I get it. I understand. I, um, but I just, Jovi is just like living on a prayer. Like it is a top 10 song of all time, you know? I agree. Yeah. Wow. That just made my day because I always say that and no one agrees. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. And I, like, I, love, I love them both. I love them both. I just prefer Bon Jovi. <laughs> Same. All right. Well, I guess my last question is, what do you like have coming up? Are you excited to be, are you releasing anything? Like what can you talk about that you have coming up? I'll say it that way. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I've worked on a bunch of music. I've worked on, uh, I think I have, you know, close to 30 songs in the bank right now. So just right now I'm just piecing them together, mm -hmm. trying to put together what would be a good album, something mm -hmm. that's cohesive, start to finish that people would like and enjoy. And uh, hopefully it's, at least one album next year if not I, I plan on eventually releasing multiple albums but uh let's say for 2021 definitely one album for sure exciting. do you like are you the type of artist that wants your album to tell a story sometimes um either you know i just want it to, to be cohesive so mm -hmm. musically i want the songs to musically sound um not the same but you know very similar same sort of instrumentation um, same sort of feel. Mm -hmm. um, so the first album is going to be a bunch of ballads. It'll be, I'll have Try on there. I'll have Pause This Moment on there. And then I have a bunch of songs that are very similar to that um, same sort of sound. And yeah, so. That's awesome. And then the next album will be, next album will be uh, probably more like pop, pop uh, more like R&B songs. So, so stuff like that's like uh, Khalid. So songs like that. Uh, and then like a Europop album 
It's just a bunch of like really good pop dance songs. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This is a lot of fun. Uh, it was, yeah. Thank you. That's all I have for you. No problem. Uh, how did you uh, find me, by the way? Did uh, my PR contact you? Instagram. You just came across? Yeah, I just came across. And then I was on Spotify. I listened to your music. I'm also really big on Spotify. I always click like artists like, artists like, or like suggested artists. So cool. I think it was either one of the two. It was either Instagram, I came across your name, or it was on Spotify, just clicking through. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we've connected and, and uh, thank you for having this conversation. Bye. Bye bye. Again, huge thank you to Sakib for coming on the show today. I had so much fun talking to you. Please go follow him on Instagram. It's at Sakib. S-A-A-K-B underscore. I will also link it in the bio below. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Bye.